chartered a plane to New Amsterdam. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special brief podcast mini episode. Uh, I'm Alex, and as always, the captain to my Neil. Uh, thanks. Hey, thanks, Alex, for that great intro. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Was, I, I spent years on that one. Yeah, no, uh, I, I no. can imagine. I mean, you brought up a Captain and Tennille reference. I'm pretty sure it took years. It, it, 30 years. It 30 years. Me. 30 years in the making, folks, right here, right now. The, the Donnie to my Marie. Um, <laughs> come I'm, I think I'm always the woman. I think that's what keeps happening. You're uh, the one making yourself the woman. <laughs> I, I don't mean to. Uh, no, or do I? Uh, anyway, we have a very special uh, guest tonight. Uh, that's uh, Michael Consoli. He is the creator of the game Against the Wall. Hello there. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I think that's kind of a. Yeah, it's going alright. I think it's a kind of a Freudian thing with you keep on inserting yourself as the woman right there. I think so. Too. I would think so. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up, but you so, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I want to shrink about that. Well. Yeah. I, I I would, but no I health keep insurance scaring right now. them away. <laughs> yeah. Also, no health insurance. Yeah. Um, Which is a killer in New York. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Uh, it's good to be here, by the way, in my house. Skype <laughs> <laughs> in comfortably from your house. Well, we're gonna send the limo. But uh, oh, oh really? That's gonna be really fancy. Thanks. Yeah, we're actually, it was just gonna, you were just going to Skype from the limo. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that sounds like a party. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be uh, waiting outside, all right? Okay. I'll just uh, close the computer now and uh, walk outside. Do okay. you guys have limos for all your prospect- uh, respective proms and everything? Yeah. Uh, I didn't go to my prom. Yeah, I, you didn't? I, 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 I was not going to, and I finally gave in at the last moment. And, Did you go by yourself? No, I, I did worse than that. I put up an away message asking if anyone wanted to go to the prom. Nice. And ended up going with a friend via that. For all the kids listening, away messages were something that was a part of AIM, which no longer really exists. They were like status oh, messages, but not quite. But aren't they like actually stopping AIM? They're stopping like, development on the client for AIM, but they're going to still support the uh, actual protocol. Wow. Yeah, it's been about my time at work for uh, uh, years, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, uh, the best thing about Yahoo Messenger, um, because no one ever uses it, is um, they've got like auto, they've got animated and like uh, noise making emoticons called like audibles. Oh, jeez. And they have a whole section called emoticats. Oh, God. That you could like send to people and they would just like start meowing and like. I don't know, it'd be like a cat holding up like a drink and like like party time. Uh, and, uh, that, that sounds ha- fantastic. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to start uh, using... Yeah. yeah, you can find me on Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of partying cats. Um, so, uh, nice you know, Michael, uh, give us like the, you know, tell us a bit about uh, Against the Wall. Well, it's a game uh, where you play as a cat who is actually a pop tart. <laughs> and he flies the sky, wait a uh, minute! Wait a minute! Go. We did this last week. I think was we this, did this last week. Was this, I think I heard this one, but you know what? what, I what could... are you talking about? <laughs> oh, this is this, this is a very original idea. What are you talking? Someone else made this? Oh no! Uh, quick, okay. quick, something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. My game is. Um, 
Yeah, my, my game is... Okay, it's set in a world that is one infinite wall. Nice. Um, and the wall is composed of these bricks that the player has uh, control over. They can pull the bricks out or push them back in, and you use the bricks to get from place to place, from city to city, um, forests, different environments. And you're exploring this environment uh, while always going uh, up the wall and past certain uh, dangers and hazards. Uh, and it's always like you're always a couple feet away from falling over into an endless abyss. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, a few times. Pretty much the entire game. Yeah, and 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 of course, like um, along the way, there's like kind of like towns and 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 things like that that you'll be you know kind of going through to like break up the the wall action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so so and 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 so how's like the story again? Yeah, so like, how, how are you like um, planning on telling like the story through that? Because you did you did mention um, when we saw it the first time that there was going to be kind of a um, you know an, an overarching kind of uh, like plot to it. Well, well, you are going from point A to point B. You are trying to get back to your hometown, which is miles above from uh, where you start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't exactly have a budget for voice actors or uh, animators or anything <laughs> like that. So I'm not exactly going to have characters yeah. walking around interacting with you. And besides, it's not kind of that kind of game. It's more yeah. like a, a mist kind of game where you're just in these desolate environments and you're trying to figure out what happened here and. Uh, what just exploring uh, the world and trying to understand it better. Exactly. Uh, so it's like it's like through the you know it's like the environmental kind of uh, contextual storytelling. Exactly. You'll yeah. go through a town and uh, everyone will be uh, uh, it'll be a little seem abandoned or everyone's hiding or uh, something going on in the town. You can't figure out what's happening and then something else will happen. Uh, I don't want to give too many uh, specifics away, uh, but you know weird things happen. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'll give you one weird thing that's been out for months in uh, Ooh, the alpha. Okay. Like, yeah, if you play through the alpha right now, which is uh, available for free at againstwallgame.com, um, there is uh, a creature, a monster that pops up uh, in the first town, and it kind of lures you in with this flower, and uh, it has a platform on it, and you climb on the platform, and it lifts you up in the air and tries to crush you into the wall. Nice. So you kind of use this monster to like hitch a ride at one point. Yeah, it takes you a mile. So that's like uh, the other. The alternative is just to, like keep on climbing. So the world is procedurally generated; it keeps on going and going and going. So you just keep on uh, climbing past everything that I worked so hard to build. <laughs> just deal with the blocks. Yeah, but pretty much. You're also well. You're hurting that monster's feelings by not getting that flower too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really hard. It's really hungry too. <laughs> that I, that part is so strange when you first come to it, and I, I, that's what I really like about it is you're just like because you don't trust it obviously at first, and you kind of end up being right. But uh, <laughs> but you're just like going up there, and just like oh, there's a little. I, w- I wish more people. <laughs> uh, it, it's surprising because almost everyone who plays the games seems to trust it. They just climb on it and just go wherever it takes them, and then they always end up. Crushed right into the wall. <laughs> luckily, it's like auto saves right beforehand, so you could just uh, load it back up and jump off at the last second. Nice, yeah. smart checkpointing. That's the key. Yeah. Yep. And, and Otherwise, it'd be pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of other, you know, kinds of like now. So normally, when you pull out a block, too, it it stays in place. And there's um, so how many other kinds of blocks do you plan on having? You know, at the end, 
Well, I've programmed all the types of blocks so oh, far. Wow. Blocks that go, uh, blocks that go into the wall. Uh, blocks that when you touch them, they move back into the wall by themselves. Blocks that when they're uh, pulled out, um, they uh, go back in by themselves and vice versa. And there's also uh, jump blocks that if you step on them, they bounce you in the direction uh, of the side that you touched. Nice. Um, like the like the repulsion gel from Portal. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It seems like there's a whole, a whole lot more uh, variety, though. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be uh, unveiled slowly as it goes throughout the game. Oh, and right. eventually you get to a point where you know all the boxes and there'll be just uh, puzzles uh, uh, full of different boxes that you have to find your way through. Now, seeing that it's like procedurally generated, um, I mean, for you on, on, on your side, um, you know, how do you select which kind of blocks would go for uh, a certain level? Um, how do I, like, actually do it technically? Yeah. Uh, I have, like, I have certain, like, debug, uh, powers, like, in the game. I could fly around and, uh, jump wherever I want to, and I could change the size of bricks. Oh. And I could also change, uh, the type of brick on the fly just by pointing at it and then clicking a button. Oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, I also have the ability to teleport and a whole bunch of other things that I've built in on the back end. Uh, Yeah. So that's how I make the world in-game, puzzles and such. Uh, although it, it really just makes itself, since there's different size bricks. They're all square bricks, some of them mm -hmm. are like uh, one meter square, and some of them are eight meters square, and then everything in between. Um, and if you're at, you're at the base of an eight meter square block, you're not going to jump, jump up to the top of it. You have to find the smaller blocks, and then find your way up the wall. It's really a, kind of a, a vertical maze, and it just keeps on going forever. It's, Several times larger than Earth, technically. Wow! Nice. Wow. Take yeah. that, Skyrim. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Talk about expansive. But, uh, but but so I mean, obviously, there's a lot of different um, you know great puzzle games that you know you can look at as like some you know form of uh, inspiration. Um, so I mean, I know that you've been saying that you, you've been going crazy uh, busy for this. Um, I mean, is there anything you get to play? For, for fun, for, for yourself in this time, or do you play things for research? Like, um, what have you, what's your kind of gaming got to be over the last few months? Well, uh, it's uh, not a ton, but Portal 2 and uh, Dark Souls and a few other nice. games have really been uh, playing a ton of. Dark Souls is like one of the best games I've played in the wild because yes. it really just doesn't tutorialize you, it throws you in there and it just kicks your ass. And yes. it's, 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 it's really. It's really uh, a cool game, and it, and it has this really gritty uh, environment and a lot of things to explore. Um, and you were even saying that like uh, Dark Souls is like part of that is you know some of the inspiration for just kind of throwing people in there, like not having a tutorial, just making it like you know uh, just the player figuring it out for themselves. Experience. Well, I started this. I started this back uh, oh May last May. Yeah. Uh, so I already had kind of. This idea of just throwing people in there, oh. and people seemed to take to it even back then. So I just uh, kept not tutorializing people. Nice, uh, but I do like I, I do love that idea of just having people figure it out for themselves. I mean, uh, all, all the bricks, all you have to do to figure out what a brick does is pull it out and maybe touch it or walk around it and just or just wait to see what it does, and then you you, you pretty much figure it out for yourself. There's no need for a yeah. text to yeah. pop up screen or anything else like that. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, totally. And so you you yeah. coded the whole thing yourself in C sharp. 
Uh, yeah, and using the Unity game engine. Okay, Unity game engine, very nice. Let me ask you a question. Uh, I'm yeah. a programmer as well. Uh, what type of music do you listen usually listen to when you program? Um, for a while, months it was like techno music, nice. very loud, uh, yeah. like rave music and stuff like that, and that would get me into the groove. Now lately, it's been more uh, classical music. Okay, uh, but not like classical, classical. There's more piano music. Okay. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why I made the transition. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, do you that think kind of like fits environment fit? Yeah, yeah, no, I could definitely see that. that. In, uh, do you what? think that impacts your like what you what you're making? Like, uh, not sure because yeah. the game has always been. No, no, I don't think so. Like the game has always been pretty sedate and slow paced, mm-hmm. uh, or however fast you want to play it at. So yeah. the textures didn't really uh, influence that at all. So, yeah, there, there aren't um, pacifiers a, and uh, uh, glow sticks everywhere. No, n- nothing like that. Not, not yet. And, and it's very bright. So not yet. Yes. DLC level. <laughs> oh, DLC. Yeah, day one DLC. There we go. That's what. I, yeah. I yeah, exactly. People love that, right? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. That's the new thing. I've, I haven't read any yeah. of the articles, but I've seen a lot of them about Day One DLC, and I have to imagine that they're positive. You just got the Google alert for Day One DLC. Oh, yeah. It comes Everyone up loves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially if you include it with the original download, so it's really just uh, checking a variable. So you already have it, but you're paying for something that's already on your machine. People love that. That's the oh, best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People can't yeah. get enough of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can't. <laughs> I hear them talking about it all the time. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you about some of the imagery uh, in Against the Wall. Uh, mostly, I- I'd started like right at the very beginning uh, on the platform. There was what looked to be, to me, maybe it's just from growing up uh, Catholic uh, in a very church-heavy environment, uh, the uh, statue of like the Virgin Mary kind of standing there. Uh, is there like a maybe? Maybe I'm totally off, but is there going to be a, a lot more imagery like that? Or, um, well, first of all, uh, I've never heard of that one before. I've heard it been called all sorts of, sorts of things, um, like the, the Blue Wizard Man and such. Um, nope, Virgin Mary. But, yeah, it was made. Nope. Uh, yeah, if you want to look into it like that, you want to write an essay for a. Uh, Theology class or something like that, and uh, people are welcome to it. But um, but yeah, I, I'm personally I'm Jewish. I, I wouldn't necessarily uh, put in Virgin Mary uh, imagery. That's a good point. Um, myself. There you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going super religious with this game. People could read uh, what they want into the environment and the world. That's a scarecrow was created for the competition of the Little Dare. I, made, I started this whole game as part of the Little Dare. Okay. Oh, and, awesome. Yeah, and the, the- and the theme for creating this game by yourself in 48 hours, uh, the theme was, uh, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Nice. <laughs> so I, I had this idea for a wall, and I gave the character a wand to kind of manipulate the wall, but I couldn't make the character in 48 hours, like an actual person, to actually say, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Yeah. So I did it the quickie way and just made a scarecrow and pinned it into him. That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, the game uh, jam type things, I mean, 
that's something that like you got a pretty good idea from. I mean, do you think that that's a good way for you to kind of get your creative juices flowing for like future game projects? I mean, do you have ideas for what you want to do? Let's say after this. I mean, granted, obviously one thing at a time, but uh, you know, after this or anything like that. Well, uh, game jams are fantastic, especially the one there. In my experience, I get a real rush of creating all this stuff in 48 hours, and it's really under that kind of kind of kind of time crunch. You're really, really productive and very creative, and trying to work out this theme, and it's, it really forces you to make something uh, interesting. I've done a bunch of them, but uh, this is the one that really I came out with something. Uh, uh, that the other times have been kind of uh, middling or kind of uh, strange or just, you know, nice. But this, book, this is the first one that I really saw uh, potential in, so I just rolled with it. And then was and, it uh, from right from the Game Jam, that from Ludum Dare, uh, is that when you went to the Kickstarter? Or like were you like, I got a great idea here, this is what I'm going to go with? Or were you, did you, you know, work on the Alpha and stuff a bit more? Like, you know, when did, were you like, okay, this is you know something I'm going to make my, you know, uh, my main goal, my job. Well, I had a I had a summer job for a while, and then that ended, uh, or I ended it really to nice. work on the game again, and uh, that would have eventually turned into a real job uh, later on. I was taking over for a, a friend of mine, but I I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make the game, um, so I quit. And then in September, I actually heard of Kickstarter for the first time. Months after I started, uh, and a few days later, I applied. And there were a few hurdles, like you have to have an Amazon payments account, uh, and you have to have like synced up to your bank account. So you actually have to uh, it'll take that'll take a bit of time. Um, um, yeah, just but and you also have to get approved. You can't have, you have like a project that's uh, just for yourself, or like you are going to take a class and you want fundraising for it, or yeah. uh, you know, I, I want to travel the country. Uh, or, or something like that. Please pay my way, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, those yeah. things don't. Those get rejected all the time at Kickstarter. I, I uh, can only imagine the crazy things that they get. Oh yeah, like, uh, people don't seem to understand that uh, arts funding, like for uh, art that's publicly digestible, rather than you uh, having a cool idea and wanting to or, or fund it, but only you're the one who consumes it. You know. Yeah. But those are some really nice pants I want. <laughs> Help me get those. Yeah. Help me bring back Jenko. I want to take it fast. <laughs> yeah, Jenkos need to come back. <laughs> uh, um, so, and also, you're going to be at the uh, the Kickstarter uh, room at PAX, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, it's pretty exciting because there's uh, about eight other uh, game projects that are there, a bunch of them uh, board games, like Cards uh, Against Humanity going to be there. Oh, nice. And, yeah, those guys. Mm-hmm. And a few others. Um, my friends at uh, News Games are also going to be there for uh, Guns nice. of Icarus. It's a uh, kind of airship combat game. And, yeah, there's just going to be a bunch of tables, and I'm just going to be sitting around for three days at PAX, <laughs> not experiencing any of the expo for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, 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 I'll bring you swag. <laughs> That'll be cool. I mean, I'm gonna go out for lunch a couple a couple of times just to like wander around and get stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna definitely miss most of the classes, if not all of them. Yeah, definitely. I uh, like the the sessions. I mean, the sessions. This is like uh, class. 
the classes, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, you're, we're, all, uh, we're all still learning. Uh, but, uh, there are some classes how to make uh, RPG and stuff like that. Yeah, I did see that yeah. one. And also, if you count um, people getting schooled at GoldenEye class... <laughs> That was that was good. That was a reach. That was a reach. I'm glad you went for it, though. I thought it was like a Catherine one. There is a Catherine one too. Yeah, there's a Catherine competition. No information. Oh, that's kind of cool. There's no information on it whatsoever. How do people like There's a Coliseum mode. There's actually like a two-player mode in that. Like you have to beat the game completely to unlock it. No. I'm pretty sure they're just going to put a wall in front of you and you're going to have to actually climb up it. Like, it's nice. It's like Guts. Yeah, it's going to... Oh, it would be like Guts, yeah. (laughs) It's like the Axe Craig. I'll save that idea for when I have a huge boot. You get get someone to dress up like... Hello? ...a fetus and chase two people trying to climb the Agro Craig. Uh, uh, a fetus, you say? Yeah, oh, like oh. babies or something. Yeah, that's Catherine. sorry, like being a super press or something. No, no, it's a Catherine reference, badly. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, people my game, which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, I mean, that game, that game is like a fast-person third, uh, a fast-paced third-person uh, puzzle block game uh, with this dating scene attached to it. My game has uh, none of that stuff, but oh. <laughs> whatever. You know what? Uh, uh, I'm sure your your ending will not be a cop out like like uh, Catherine's was. Wow! So. Wow! That was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Making friends, <Yeah>. Alex. <laughs> no, I'm saying his won't be. Yeah, I know. I'm talking well, about Atlas. Be, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I I I loved. I really liked Catherine, but the the very last part of the ending uh, let me down. Um, like, which ending? Neutral, good, or? Uh, well, just, just the fact that, like, um, again, spoilers for Catherine, uh, just the fact that he didn't actually have sex with the girl. It kind of, like, takes oh, yeah. away from, like, all yeah. the actions and stuff that, like, is happening, and, like, the fact that, like, you know, you felt the guilt for things. Right. But mm-hmm. did you find out that, a... that that waitress was a hermaphrodite, so isn't that make-up <laughs> so for that actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that awesome. Was, I thought she was a uh, sexual, that she was, uh, grew up as... Oh, yeah, she grew yeah, up as a man, and then yeah, she was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah right. hermaphrodite is entirely a thing. Yeah. There are no human hermaphrodites, really. Hermaphrodite means you have are both sexes at the same time. Yeah, um, and that you can procreate with uh, with other members of other hermaphroditic members of your uh, species. It's intersexual in humans when you have both uh, organs, and they're usually sterile. Yeah, biology lesson, random. There we go. Well, See, so you didn't know yeah. you were going to learn something today. There you go. You learned something. Yeah, you know what, guys? Shortwave gaming <laughs> class. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what you come here for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, are there any, you know, other things as far as, as the game goes? Um, you know, any idea as to when, you know, um, the beta version um, is going to be coming? Anything you can kind of uh, see, like, you know, like fall? Or anything like that? Well, um, in a little while, I think before PAX, I might believe just like an updated, uh, a slightly updated version just for the people who already paid for it via Kickstarter. Oh, okay. Um, nice. 
those uh, yeah for those beta members. Um, yeah, I mean, the game is going to still have the same number of levels. It's just going to have the improved art. It's going to have uh, the new uh, magic wand, uh, with its sound effects, special effects, and such, um, and a bunch of other different uh, graphical improvements. The actual levels, the actual levels are all uh, gray and untextured, the, the new ones that I'm making. Mm-hmm. They're uh, kind of, I don't want yeah, I don't want people wandering around those and YouTube videoing them and uh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah, it, it is pretty and it doesn't make my game look pretty, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, want, you want to protect the good image out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, when the beta touches actually get like the new levels and such, yeah. I'm going to make it make sure that it's at least visually presentable and that people want to explore them and look around them because otherwise it's just, you know, now, it's just uh, boxes. Will yeah. those levels be uh, available to people that donate on your site now or is that just the Kickstarter people? I haven't decided, but I think I should give them all uh, out of access. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I want as many people to play the game as possible. That's, oh, of course. Uh, yeah, one of the reasons why I'm making this game is because I, uh, well, I, I'm not in the industry, and I really want to like sort of build a reputation and name for myself in the video game industry. Um, so the more people that play it, the more people that know that I exist as a developer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you've been, you've been doing a great job of getting yourself out there. You're at DC. Uh, and everything, and how how was that? Oh, uh, GDC! I went to Kill Screens uh, party or after party. Yeah, I stood there for five hours, yelling at people uh, old music about my games rejected on a wall uh, <laughs> by one of the exits. <laughs> uh, yeah, playing against the wall, against the wall. Against the wall. Um, nice. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I didn't see one drink the entire uh, time at the party. Oh. I was just there uh, yelling. Lost my voice. But yeah. I didn't even realize what was happening. There were volunteers that were supposed to uh, just relieve me of But I, I didn't let them really. I just... Uh, yeah, you, you know your game. Couples. It was so much fun. Just to, yeah. Yeah. I don't like anybody anyone else. It exactly. was so much fun to just uh, yeah. talk to people about it and like, get their feedback. I got some really good insight into how people play the game, too, because it was uh, a lot of people doing uh, strange things, like going horizontal all the way to the left and right and zigzagging up the wall rather than uh, just going straight up to the elevator and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, people have... Yeah. I, I like... Have, <laughs> I refuse to, like, bring out the big blocks until, like, the last possible moment. I like, don't go near them. I try to avoid them. I always screw up and I always take myself off. I find myself... Uh, I find myself falling <laughs> off a lot, so I'll end up putting, uh, like, pulling out a big block and leaving it as a wall so that when I, I'll just like end up hitting that and not falling off the world again. Yeah, that's a good strategy, too, just like having a, a barrier there. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, pulling out all the properties that if you fall, you have something to land on. Yeah. yeah, that's another uh, strategy. Uh, what do you guys think of the, the quick save feature? That's something I've been debating recently. Whether I should even have quick save. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot uh, because I, I, there, when there were the trees growing out of the side of the wall uh, the first time, I sort of just jumped over there and then fell off numerous times. But I luckily quick saved right beforehand, and I was very happy with myself. 
Yeah. As someone that grew up PC gaming, quick save is like my best friend. Yeah. And it's something right, I cool. hit constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know it was, it was a, a problem for some people, which is why I included it in the first place. So I'm just going to keep it in. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, I don't want to make the game too easy, though, where I have the game be about quick saving and then That's true. Uh, being frustrated because you didn't quick save at the right time or quick saving after you fall off a cliff and then you kind of lose that save. Or, uh, you know, yeah. when you have only checkpoints and you're saving in a controlled environment and... Uh, Progress is meted out in a certain way, and uh, if you, you know, it, it's a goal to get towards. It's, it's safe yeah. at home, rather than just being able to save anywhere, that you really need to get to that house that's uh, a few meters uh, yeah. above you, because yeah. otherwise, uh, you're going to lose everything. You're going to die. Yeah. You know uh, what? Yeah, was, again, going back to the Dark Souls mentality. Yeah, I think, what would Dark Souls do? Exactly. <laughs> what would, oh, tough. WWDSD. Yeah, no, no. As much as I love Dark Souls and I love just like completely taking everything away from the player or and just messing with them, yeah, uh, pushing them into the wall, uh, example, yeah, um, I don't think that that would really fly. Yeah, I just, uh, maybe not. Yeah, if I just was that punishingly cruel and not letting you uh, save. Uh, maybe it could have a hardcore mode, but I don't want to like, split the modes or anything like that. Since it is a pretty yeah. simple, like, simplistic game. Yeah. I kind of like it when, like, a uh, a game is just, like, kind of the one thing, and that's kind of the way you have to take it, one way or another. Um, yeah, just have a sort of, like, a set mode that everyone experiences the same mode, but in different ways. Yeah. yeah. It'll, like, change all the, the rules of the game. But I, I know what you're saying. I, I had... Um, much more granular controls uh, originally that are programmed. Like people could set whether they could alter their jump height by how long they hold down the jump button, mm-hmm. or uh, like crouching as a toggle and uh, different things like that. Oh wow! But yeah, I, I just decided to, to, to scrap all that and just have just make be decisive about how the player can control the game and have them experience it that way. They can still set their own keys, but uh, some of the Finer tuning of the controller that's taken away. Hmm. Also, and, just uh, oh what? Oh no, no. I was, was going to say like, okay. it, it, and, and I think like, do you think that those things kind of taken away? I mean, does that just make it like ultimately a lot easier for you to plan for every possible thing that can happen next, and not just take into account? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally true because. Uh, with the variable jumping, uh, where you can basically jump up to the maximum height, whereas you don't jump to the maximum height every time, two meters. Um, uh, it's harder to predict how people will play the game, and people might not hold it down quite uh, as much, so they'll hit kind of the edge and then fall down uh, before they can really get over it. Um, so there might be some frustration there, and like, it's just harder to uh, plan for all these different uh, eventualities if you have uh, don't have really set rules to the game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, Tiggs, uh, sir, do you have any other other questions? Oh man. Uh, shoot, I'm not going to ask the Panther question. I thought about it though. I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, no. <laughs> All right. So let me just let me just pose this hypothetical to you. It's going to be really weird, but I'm still just going to throw it out there. I can't believe you're actually going with yeah. this. So if 
If, you thought I was awkward in the beginning. No, this is going to be the most awkward thing ever. If Panthers were actually aliens, do you think that they would sit in chairs or they would still sit like on all fours on the ground? All fours. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you. Hypothetical Panther aliens. No, 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 no. It's the Panthers, the Panthers that are on Earth right now are actually aliens. Well, yeah, but... but yeah. How would they run bipedally like, on two legs? Yeah. So Aren't I'm... they, like, diminished in their power, in their uh, nest if they're on two legs? I totally agree. I totally agree. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to win this one. Nope. Yeah, no, you're not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Oh, man. Well, um... So well, Alex, I guess I mentioned this to Schaefer. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I like ran into you uh, on the line waiting for Tim Schaefer. I'll I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> I saw yeah, you guys both like, walk into the talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We were was, stuck yeah, in we were... Uh, both of us missed it by like what, like two hours getting the tickets. Yeah. Um, exactly. It goes up online. Uh, Tim Schaefer tickets. I, I wait a little bit too long, like two hours, and then it's gone. Yeah, and, we, we, and, uh, I, and I get into line, and we just start bullshitting, and then you're like, oh, I'm making a game against the wall. Yeah, and we had already planned this uh, podcast beforehand. Yeah. We know yeah. we were standing right next to each other on the line, uh, randomly talking. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that was fun, because we got to yeah, talk about random things and wonder whether we're actually going to get into the talk, because... There was a huge line on the other side for the actual people at the RCP somehow. Uh, it, it cut off three people after us. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty much. We almost didn't get in. But, um, um, I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty great talk. Um, I thought like he showed off that like that prototype, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was a very weird game that where you controlled. It was a RPG, like uh, an adventure game. Only yeah. instead of it's an old school adventure game. Only instead of look. Touch, uh, pick up, use. Yeah, it was, uh, it was emotion. So it was like it was, it was, it was, emotion. It was such a cool yeah. concept. Like love, hate, yeah. uh, distrust, trust. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Uh, uh, fear. fear, like you're afraid yeah. of the object. Yeah. So if, like getting you through a door, you'd have to be like afraid of the rat that's uh, on the other side. So you like be and then run through the door. Or um, you just had the courage to go uh, through the door. Like, I think love, you like love the handle so much you have to turn it. <laughs> I, just, I, uh, yeah. I love like when he was like loving the shiv and he's like, that I was, love how it splintered this way. That was uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that game uh, that would have been like a great like Xbox Live arcade game. Like I would have paid ten dollars for that. Yeah. Yeah, so would I. Apparently they, uh, I don't know, I didn't have the heart for it, and certainly the publisher didn't have any, uh, any interest. Uh, mm-hmm. It's marketable. Yeah. But that's kind of how double, double fine games are. They're on the surface, not marketable at all. It's just happy action theater. Happy uh, action theater. That game is oh, yeah, it looks so much fun. And it's like, it's so stupid, and like, yeah, this is a ton of fun. I don't. Yeah, um, I recommend having a few adult beverages and uh, beverages. getting in front of Happy Action Theater because uh, you will end up cracking yourself up while you're like 
Uh, they've got one that, like, you saw the one on, like, um, you know, uh, on, like, the gameplay footage on, like, Giant Bomb, when it was, like, the, uh, like, like, it takes your picture, like, five times over. Yeah. And you can, like, interact with, like, your yourself there and, like, yeah. with the depth of it. It's really fun. Yeah. Just, well, and... Like, everyone moves in and out kind of thing. Like, yeah. Or, or, like, the monster one, where you're just protected against this uh, cityscape and you have to destroy buildings. Yeah. Just a lot of really random scenarios that throws you into just interactive with the entire game. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's like the best you connect from what I've seen. It, is, it kind of is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've had a connection since launch. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't really bought into that. I haven't really seen anything I wanted except for that, really. Um, yeah, that's all I've Death really Central, wanted. Central, I, I, st- I still find fun um, with so a bunch of people. I just don't see myself like, playing that. Um. I'm so I'm so uh, curious about what Steel Battalion. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, the crazy mech game where you're just doing everything uh, with the Connect, like a pair. Like there's a mech game using Connect and a controller. Yeah, and like you like reach your your arm up and you like have to like um, pull down a periscope to look in. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. One. It's like you're inside the tank and you have a team and everything like that, and yeah. you're controlling all the guns. And, yep. and, and, and if your teammates die, you like have to load the the guns and things like that. Yeah, that is that that's very. That's a very crazy kind of game. Very Japanese, very crazy game. I, I have no idea if anyone would actually actually play it or, or like it. Really, I, though. I, I don't know how good that would be in, in real life. I, is it too much work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might be. Like, no, that's like. Yeah, and like everyone has their, and to get a team of people together, I mean, the AI I'm sure can handle it too. But to have like, okay, well, it's a connect game and it's a party game, or is it a game with multiple players at once? No, I, I, I think it's just a one play. It's a single player game. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like multiplayer uh, over a connection. Oh, that, no, I think like I don't know about oh. that. Actually, actually, I have no idea. I haven't actually, I haven't actually seen it yeah. in in person. Um, I mean, it wouldn't make sense in person for a multiplayer game, certainly, but yeah. having it over, even over a connection, though, everyone has to really know their roles. Yeah. And matchmaking, you, you're going to have people just screwing around all the time. I don't know if that would work. Yeah, the net code. The wouldn't that end up like having like a lot of lag and things like that? I'm, I'm just. I don't think it would really matter that much. No. I mean, if you load something, there's definitely real real time lag that lag that you can mask it with, like. Like, it actually takes time to load a thing into the gun. Yeah. So yeah. whatever lag there is... Oh, it could predict like, that. Yeah. Thing that it's just, yeah, yeah. Or, or just... Uh, that things that happen, happen, have happened in, like, a fighter game, like, instantaneous <laughs> kind of way. Yeah. There's, there's some time it takes to do things in a tank. Yeah. I would assume. In this- <laughs> I mean, I've only, I've only driven a few tanks in my day. <laughs> I just I haven't found a use for my tank recently. I just leave it parked in the backyard. I don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. I was just gonna sell mine on Craigslist. Oh yeah. You know, with gas prices the way they are. I I was just gonna start up buymytank.com, dot com, but <laughs> That's actually my uh my tank top surplus uh oh, it, oh gosh. <laughs> I knew you were gonna beat me to that one. Yeah, I already parked it. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
All right, Michael, uh, you got anything else? Um, you want to just give us where we can find uh, Against the Wall, your Twitters, and everything like that? Well, the AgainstTheWallGame.com Twitter is uh, at Michael P. Consoli um, and uh, at Michael P. C-O-N at L-O-I. And yeah, that's where you can have it and you can find you at PAX East. Yeah. Kickstarter. Yep. Um, Kickstarter area. I'm going to be there all day. All, all right. Day. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks very much, man. Thank you, uh, so much for, for talking to us. Uh, the game looks great, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing more from it. And thank you for giving the correct uh, Panther cool. answer. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Excellent. Bring my uh, wisdom of biology. <laughs> Don't worry, these are all going to be tags when it comes when it goes out. They are now. <laughs> everyone searching, everyone searching for these things will be able to find it. Awesome, great, awesome. <laughs> all right, well, uh, thank you so much, yeah. sir. Thank you. Very and much. Um, and uh, from everyone here, the uh, Grief Podcast, check us out again. Shortwaverocking.com. Uh, email podcast at gmail.com thank you and good night say good night Tiggs <laughs> good night Tiggs to pay off his debt they're taking Corey I had to rescue her across the world and at that point I knew I had to travel to Japan which my body couldn't stand For it's where I found my true love And then I turned it away And she never came back the next day My mark was the infamous Masuro Takumi his location a complete mystery to me Dark alley of Tokyo, uh-oh Found what I needed to know Even I'm on my way Somehow I made my way into his guarded house During dinner time the plan seemed so divine Then to my horror I recognized his wife was the prettiest thing in all my life And at that point I knew I shouldn't have traveled to Japan A country which my heart simply can't stand For it's where I see my true lover right in front of me And when she's not with the person she used to be They captured me Turns out I was being followed all along Trapped
day that we mesmerize Like the felines as they burn into mine All those years suddenly vanished in